I wouldn't know. Thankfully, just takes one beer and I'm right back in. This smoking cigarettes, it's not the most unhealthy. I mean, it is. You know, we all know about cancer. You know, my uncles that were all alcoholics all smoke. And they did all die of lung cancer. <laughs> <laughs> but they had no regrets on smoking because they're like, hey, What's listen, silver you know, I have an addictive personality. Drinking would get me thrown out of cities, yeah. you know, states and ruin marriages. Smoking is just going to take 15 years off. Got right, it. Right. The quality so they, of they the felt balance. like it was a better balance. So they know? didn't drink or they... They quit drinking. They oh, all okay. quit drinking cold quit. turkey, but they all started yeah. smoking mm-hmm. like chimneys once they quit drinking. Gotcha. That sounds about right. Gotcha. <clears throat> Feels familiar. Hey, maybe in yeah. the future they'll have like uh, you know, you know, uh, they can like three uh, D print lungs and yeah. stuff. You know, who knows? <laughs> this you know? one's got. It's like change it like your filter. You know. I do. Do. Wouldn't that be funny if medicine got so good? Like medicine still kind of sucks. Like I, I really don't think. <laughs> what? It's, I mean, it's not. There's well, so much stuff that they can't really help you. Like I have sleep apnea. They they, they 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 never cured study, the common cold. Yeah, come on. A recent study just came out that they found that all these people taking um, CPAP machines, it is actually not helping their heart. Like they might feel more energized during the day, huh. but they're not getting enough REM, and they're still dying young. In mm. terms of you know that statistically, it's it's a wash. Big to dementia. And there's too. all this shit. But I wonder if like eventually it gets so good. That we start to live totally unhealthy lifestyles because it's so easy to like repair your body. I'm down with that. I would definitely do that. Well, we've we've done it with uh, the cosmetic stuff, right? Yeah, that's true. Lip, like liposuction and, and liposuction. Yeah, that's true. And oh, what what's a gastric bypass? You yep, know? yep. A lot of people who get. I mean, you know, some people have glandular issues and so on, but then others are just, you know, it's I need a reboot. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go to a smaller hard drive. Clean it out, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is scary though. Like the, they're like doctors are warning now that like all antibiotics, you know, might just be completely worthless in 30 years with these drug resistant, uh, you know, strains oh, super of, bugs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's we really don't know how a lot of stuff works, and yeah, as far as we are in medicine, I'm, I'm with Sean. It's kind of garbage. We've been playing with these things for too long without having a real idea. It's just, it's trial and error, right? Oh, sure. It's yeah, yeah. a new plague. It's going to happen. Then you f- figure out that, you know, 30 years down the track, that was a really bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a process. A whole bunch of people just died. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> We're due for something like that. Pretty ugly. Yeah, I, the hospitals are a bad place to get well, and uh, I'm with you. Um, so uh, we'll kick this off. We're the Worldwide IT Guys. I'm Steve. I'm Dion. I'm Ross. John. Sean. Gavin. Uh, usual crowd today. It's good to see everybody. Um, this is Podcast 108, and uh, it, it was kind of a busy week again in the world of technology. Did you guys um, <clears throat> read much up on the crack attack that's going on? That's the Y. That's the WPA. The Wi-Fi. Attack. Yes, the Wi-Fi. I, attack. I've read a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It could um, never affect us here. Don't worry. What? The WPA two. Yes. Correct. Yeah. It it affects a ton. I mean, it, it's huge. If you did any, you know, looking into this, um, but it's fun to me in that they say that it's actually more. Uh, vulnerable in the Linux and Android worlds than in the Windows world. So Windows, hey, big victory for Microsoft. Windows was not the target of this attack. Which is, well, yeah. Well, and that's, do you think they say that because more routers and so on run on, or do they mean the client 
the Windows client is actually better. The Windows client yeah. is less vulnerable to it. The Mac client is, but the Wi-Fi devices, that's where this is really yeah, being that's, And that's because yeah. it Focus. doesn't follow the protocol. Yeah, I was going to exactly say, I'll correct. bet you they don't follow the protocol. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. exactly so, why. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the only reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> Saved. Hey, this is <laughs> not <Yeah>. shitty implementation. <laughs> not shitty implementation. Yeah, yeah. A proprietary implementation. Yeah, yeah correct. Okay? Yeah. And this is tomato. why it's important to have a proprietary. No, this is I, why all your financial stuff should run on Windows. <laughs> <laughs> anyone in IT security will always tell you. Um, well, we were talking about this the other day, and, you know, there are certain things that it don't run with encryption in our environment that perhaps should. Mm. And... Like our supposedly, <laughs> supposedly, HTTPS isn't necessarily the answer to this. Did you see that? Well, I think with, a, with HTTPS, you could still be man in the middle, but he wouldn't be able to decrypt. So as long as you were using... But but the guy who's hacking you, yeah, there are other hacks that he will use. He's not going to go, hey, cool, I'm in. Oh, shit, they have SSL. Yeah, He's going to yeah. go, oh, there's this SSL strip thing here that I can just throw on that site. And now it's all clear text. Sure, yeah. So he could, yeah, because they can do traffic hijack and, yeah. So, yeah, it isn't a silver bullet. It is not a yeah. silver bullet. It, it, yeah. And, you know, the person that's going to be doing this hacking knows it's not. It, it, there are other things that I need to sure, do sure. to get really what I'm looking at. I thought we fixed this yesterday. Just submit a ticket to add an S to the URL. Just add an S. Six. Add the S. <laughs> Just yeah, add yeah. the S. And we were talking because there was this one team we sometimes interact with that has really struggled with putting all their stuff behind HTTPS. And we were saying yesterday, like, like if we submitted a ticket, they they probably know so little about encryption that they probably think it is just adding a add the s to, to the, the URL, URL please yes and they might admit it into their workload <laughs> and John was like guys we could we can put a, a w on the board here <laughs> we really get this one yeah we really wanted to see the response too from oh, our man, from our but nobody service nobody desk. opened that ticket I mean I got that's a, that's showing restraint, guys. Well done. Yeah. Uh, you're growing up. I like this. Give me 45 minutes and another we'll beer. Do it this afternoon. <laughs> Fair play. Oh, man, uh, well, it, just to sort of close the loop on the the realities of that, you know, we talked about clients and the implementation of Windows and, and Macs being less uh, vulnerable to this, but it is both sides of the equation that need to patch this apparently. That's something else I learned yeah. in my. Well, the router ha- all the route every router in the world. All much. of the Wi-Fi routers, but yeah. the other the clients also need to be mm-hmm. patched. Yeah. So you know the Android device in your pocket has the vulnerability. Um, if you don't get both sides, you're you're effectively not clean. Um, so it, it's it's a huge deal, and I think. Um, you know, we're chasing it the way that we will chase things in our current world. Um, so maybe maybe by March or April we'll have considered doing something. I think about. the rate at which these these cyber crimes are happening, though, and these attacks and these attacks, it it's going to get worse too. The Equifax is like just another one of those things, though, in the chain of well, what what's next though? What's the next thing? You you gave away half of America's information. What's going to be the next big thing? I mean, we've talked about cy- our cyber attack here that we live through. I mean, well, I think it's going to get worse. That actually um, reminds me of the the. I read an article about. Um, I didn't read the whole article. I, I read bits of an article about the 
the way the Israelis discovered the Russians hacking. Oh, that's fascinating, yeah. And um, and the fact that, you know, it was through that um, that antivirus company software. Caspery. Yeah, the K- Kaspersky or yeah, whatever. Kaspersky, yeah. yeah. Um, it always looks shady to me. But yeah. <laughs> it always looks shady. I, I, I would disagree. Get... I think they're one of the best in the industry. I think this is the U.S. government. Uh, I think... I, oh, I here we go. Conspiracy oh, theory. Yeah, it, totally it. Hold on a second. Nobody's asking why the fuck was Mossad inside their network to begin with. Why is nobody asking that? They're one of the leading well, I, industry. I think you could make an argument <clears throat> that they may not be a willing participant in it. Like it could be something like where like maybe the NSA has hooks into McAfee. Absolutely. That they did under a court order. And yes. like, you know, I'm sure if, if Putin is like, by the way. We're going to look at your code for a bit, and we're going to modify it. And so, regardless, I think they wanted the same thing for Kaspersky. They probably after U.S. companies, and they rebuffed them, and now they're going on a smear campaign against them. And they basically are telling all of the U.S. government, "Don't ever use Kaspersky ever again, because we can't control it." And I think that's what the battle is about. That's my conspiracy theory. U.S. government banned agencies from using. Well, Kaspersky but I think that's a valid concern, right? Just recently, I mean, yes. this is like a huge. Back but, but I'm and saying forth. they're either a legitimate security company just as good as any other one is in my opinion. I don't in think Russia. anyone disputes that they're. <laughs> Their technical savvy is is below board. They're amazing, but I, I think you could argue that they're more beholden to Russia, the same way our antivirus programs McAfee. through yeah, a subpoena. Yeah. Could American be more, antivirus you know. versus Russian antivirus. But guess what? We want to protect the Russians, and you'll protect the Americans. But we're both. So you hit, call it a smear you know. campaign, and mm. they would call it. What the fuck were you thinking putting the Russian <laughs> variant on your computer? Yeah. We have our yeah. guys. There's an American one that are probably fixed on this one. There, there is we no Chinese one, though, right? There is no Chinese one, right? It's just. It probably works. What do you mean it no, works? No, worse. I'm just saying. Oh, ours is, our shit is probably worse. In, in my There's opinion, no antivirus in worse China, at, right? Worse at what? Uh, virus detection? Oh, f- fine. It might yeah. be worse at virus detection, but as a government entity and, and employee, this is one of those things that kind of goes at the top of the list. Yeah. Do not use tools from these countries. Do not use. Yeah. I don't care I how it. bad like, it is. Yeah. It's like don't buy steel from Germany in the height of the war. Like. Yeah. But, but I'm I'm trying to push back against this constant Russophobia, which I think is is a little silly. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm done. Okay. I'm off my soapbox. I'm sorry. Well, I think it, I think I think it's an equal. Like the United States has their hand in in the American antivirus. Game Russians have their hand in theirs, and I think I think that's where the line should be drawn. I think because it's software installed on a machine, do you want to have the Russian one installed in your machine where they can do something, or the American government in your machine? Right? I mean, it's just pick your yes. pick your battles. I, I guess it, yeah. If that's I why we pick the UK version <laughs> because the UK version. I don't even think because they can okay. spy on us domestically without violating our laws. Exactly, <laughs> they're allowed. They're allowed to spy and do whatever they but, want. But it was it was interesting in that I, I think the documents. So this is, goes back to the willing participant or not. Like the some of these documents from the NSA were discovered or something like that, but it was actually it was through their scanning software. I think it's what it was, right? They would scan these documents for signatures and they would go up into the cloud and these little bits of data. And I think the Russians were sitting on this this cloud-based transaction um, and kind of sitting in the middle and collecting data off of them there. So I, I've heard this reported as Kaspersky was hacking the NSA or something like that, which which to me didn't seem accurate. All right, so this I, this kind of falls into vendor scum for me a little bit, just right. to be honest with All you, right. because I in, in the world of hacking and global 
finance and takeover and 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 intrigue, Mr. Robot. Ooh, it's back. It's back. Yeah. So this this kind of touches on a little bit of TV, a little bit of cybercrime, and a little bit of vendor scum all in one. So this is like this is the sweet spot of this podcast right now. Are you ready? <laughs> I like it. Are you ready for it? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I did. I watched the first episode. Okay. Uh, it was great. Um. Uh. I like where they're going with it. It's a little different. It's the third season, and and they're like, okay, well, why don't we do this? Like it. Um. Meanwhile, I get vendor scum email that basically says Mr. Robot hacks and how to prevent them. And then it's got this whole I mean they've completely just stolen an image from the show thrown it in their email and it's basically Mr. Robot hacks and how to prevent them. Hollywood films and TV shows are notorious for butchering how hackers really operate. We've talked about this before with CSI and and all those shows right? Um, They'll create a GUI interface and it looks really cool but it's you know complete garbage. Um, Mr. Robot has changed the game in its authenticity. Let's take a look at some of Mr. Robot's techniques and how you can prevent them. And I'm like, oh man, this is a link I want to kind of click. <laughs> like you, oh, clickbait. You, this is good clickbait right here. Um, so did you, did I follow? did not click it until just now. Oh no. In this she podcast. Everyone, uh, <laughs> holy shit, what just happened to my machine? Yeah, the network's going down. The network's going down. Get off the Wi Fi. Shit. <laughs> Everyone get on GoGo right there, now. Yeah. <laughs> It's the only safe um, place we have. Anyways, to install their viewer. What they've done is they've got <laughs> these Adobe headings. Flash has an update. <laughs> <laughs> it's been nice knowing you. It's been nice. Um, all right, so they basically go into like denials of service attacks, the femme to sell. They get into all these things, kind of explain them, and then say, "And guess what? If you use our service, we we know about these. We can help you with preventing these attacks." And it was kind of that's a decent vendor scum if you ask me um i mean they they've vendor been win this place this place has been sending me shit like the you know the the week before a star wars movie comes out they're like you know may the something be with you or you know um but yeah as soon as i and as soon as i get on the page there's essentially what i see as an intercom interface which says hey what brought you here to check us out and then like engage us talk to us let's oh, yeah. get your shit let's go the bots, um, the bots want you. They want me. Anyways, so our network will probably die in about 10 minutes, but let's finish the podcast before we move on. Um, <laughs> Let's go to watch. Sorry, I clicked okay. the link. We're going to have to pick up the pace here, guys. I had, to click. I had to click the link. I had to click the link. Right. Anyways, I thought that was a good... A good that is a good one. That's yeah. A, yeah. Um, and if we're going for speed here, it's, it's no, I'll apologize <laughs> yeah, for, for derailing this entire conversation, Steve. I'm, I'm sure you were going somewhere. No. I, By the yeah. way, I would just like to state that every time Gavin gets on his soapbox, I'm right there behind him. Thank you. I appreciate Ooh. it. <laughs> Is that Me because he helps you with... The there's room for two on this box. <laughs> <laughs> there's room for two. <laughs> and not just because you fix his edge problems. <laughs> All right. Well... <laughs> Conspiracy theories aside, U.S. being evil aside, sure, sure. we are. Fair play. Uh, Microsoft has finally, officially said they're going to stop fighting the battle. They're not going to make a Windows phone anymore. Yay. It's kind of <sighs> sad. It's kind of sad. Yeah. yeah, but they're... So, yeah, but they're doubling down on Bing. <laughs> are they? Bing? <laughs> Oh boy! Go ahead, Dan, they it. should go back to their seven billion dollar write down of Nokia because that's a better gambit. Bing, <laughs> Sorry, you know Bing is actually a big money winner for them. They, I, it is not a commercial success, as in a end user product success. 
uh, but it is a commercial success from business use perspective. It is built into a ton of stuff you don't even realize. Is How sure. How else are you going to search for porn? Well, we've gotten into that. <laughs> That's before. the consumer side of it. So, yeah. But the the Bing for business, which they really got to stop doing that shit. Uh, anything for business. Just stop with the business Come thing. on yes. for business. I have a folder on my phone where I put all the shit from work in that I really don't give a fuck about, and it's for business. <laughs> <laughs> I have that, too. <laughs> this app for, you know, I got to get to this thing for that, and this app for that, and this app for that. Oh, it's for business, and it's garbage. Here, take it. Porn so. is a page one application. Business is page nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I don't know. The, it, Bing for Business is essentially going to take over their Delve product, I think, right? They're going to kind of go with their their search and... Well, as I understand it... Um, it's not going to replace it, but... You no, know, as I understand I, I like it... like the same De- thing, right? Delve continues to be the, you know, let's delve into the world that you live in here inside of Office 365. Bing for business is their cross the world kind of service. It's saying this is the tool you want to use to actually do enterprise wide, enterprise class search, as opposed to Delve, which is very specifically so it leverages Delve, but Delve is the the micro world of Office 365, and Bing for business is the we're going to reach out and, and look into. Your, you know, tie into your finance system for people that have access and rights to do things there, and tie into your HR system, which may or may not be a Microsoft thing. And 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 and. and. So that's my understanding of how Bing for Business is being presented. Cool. Yeah, well, it, huh? there's a model right <laughs> there. That, that there's logic to it. It's not just well, because that was my first question. They've got Delve. Why are they doing yeah. this? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's kind of what came back in my Sure. I mean, it, it sounds similar to the way we had we had a Google search appliance, which we could have applied to any of our applications Correct. where we could have said, Correct. hey, go, but even go Google, through this application, go through that service, go through this thing, and, and do the same thing for us. But even Google went away from the the device that did this, and they're going to the cloud, which, you know, it's like, gee, Google... You should have done this a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But searching is is now being cloudified, and that's what Bing for Business is supposed to be. That's what you know the Google search engine is supposed to be. Amazon has a service on this cloud search, I believe. Um, you know, multiple sure. multiple variants of the concept, and who's going to win that battle? Microsoft is just saying, hey, here's our offering. This is what we can provide for you that does that that kind of thing. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's my take on what Bing for Business is. And, and they all have to do it, right? I mean, they, they have to play in that same sandbox because if they don't, they're going to, you know, their customer is going to say, well, now I'm going to go be a, a Google customer for search because you don't supply that, even though you're my vendor for all this other stuff. Sorry, we got a, um, a, a notice about uh, malware precautionary steps that are going to be taken um, for possible WannaCry vulnerabilities that. Cisco just told us about. So, oh, here we go. Oh, I mean, <clears throat> sorry, it's it's six minutes late from our conversation we just had, but uh, it just came across the desk. No, this just in breaking this news. Just, hey, this is why you tune into the podcast Man. a week after <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we talk about it. <laughs> that's this will either be, this will either be oh, you know, it's funny that they mentioned that last week, or oh my god, remember when they mentioned this last week? This place <laughs> burned to the ground. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, Fun. Um, so, uh, 
Can we move on from Microsoft? Yeah. Or do we want to talk about the Windows Phone again? Ever. Uh, Go go on, guys. Briefly, I I do like competition, and that's why I'm excited for the Pixel Phone to have a, a good Android phone. So it's... It's sad that a company with a history like Microsoft was never able to get it right. Um, and I, I like their hardware, so it, I think they should be producing more hardware. And uh, the operating system has always sucked on mobile. So that's, that's my Well, sense. and I, I don't know what they're going to do with the hardware. They basically just kind of fessed up and said, you know what, we're not going to spend a lot of time and energy on this, you know, Windows 10 for mobile. We're, we're just kind of, that's no longer a big emphasis for us. We're talking about our mobile strategy is more about apps mm-hmm. and making things run on platform, you know, it, go back to we're from a mobile perspective, we are um we are these new surface devices and we're applications that run on mobile platforms across platform. I mean, yeah. what was it? 5 years ago, we all were like Windows is going to take over, man. I mean, they have the operating system, the environment. No, uh, I never we was, did because I, BlackBerry I talked about it. Black, BlackBerry I was dying. At you guys when hang you on, hang on. Said that. I just totally remember. But yes. the, it was it, and it wasn't well, let's think of Microsoft hardware in general though. Like the Xbox, their their mouse, the keyboards, uh, you know, various things that they've produced in the past besides that Surface Hub in front of me right now, which piece of shit. Um, they've <laughs> done a piece of it's shit. Just, it's just overpriced. <laughs> it's way overpriced. <laughs> They've done, they've done good. So I'm on the same page as you in that I thought that should have been more successful than it was. They had the environment. Office was built into it. They they had the sales pitch. It was but very secure. But I never secure. thought they had the environment because I always thought so, their development environment was not very good. And I thought their operating system They sucked system at was, how to do it. Yeah. But they they had the. But the core technology, I, I think, I, I thought that's that's why Steve Jobs' comeback to Apple was so important because he brought OS X and Next Step and all of that great foundation for a development framework with him. And I think it's developers, developers, developers. And I think they never knew how to cater to mobile developers. And they've been doing it more recently, but I, I think that's where they lost it. Yeah, and frankly, you know, not to date myself too much, but I, I think they had a window of opportunity when they introduced, uh, you know, they kind of went from Windows for work groups hmm. as their quote-unquote networking technology, and they developed Windows NT. And oh, that sure, was yeah. supposed to be kind of their, no, we're going to build a platform that is that is enterprise class, that is this um, version of... of uh, an OS that is Linux-like, Unix-like, um, but it wasn't. It, yeah. you know, they didn't come instead close of, to it. It wasn't light and secure. Yeah, in, instead of, you know, kind of, and it was early pre-days of, you know, true open source, right? Mm-hmm. So it was really a hard place for them to make that call. And once they jumped in with both feet there, it was really hard for them to walk away from it. Um, so I... That I, first I, Windows NT is probably the worst operating system I've ever interacted. It, yeah, with. it was. It was atrocious. Yeah, and if they had gotten that right, you wonder like, would Linux be as big as it is? Because mm-hmm. back then, you had to go Solaris, which was expensive. Yep. You know. Yep. And you know, Windows NT comes along, and if they had gotten that right, I, I, it'd be interesting to see how things would have changed. I'm sure yep. some open source. Well, who were the big players? You know, it was Novell, yeah. uh, network operating system. Yeah. Which was super Jeez. expensive. And yeah. you know, Unix, Linix. But the Novell one at least Linux. worked. <laughs> you know, yeah, anymore. absolutely. Yeah, it, it was good. The NT one was just buggy as hell. You had, you had to be in the, every five minutes you were going into the registry for something, yep. you know, mm-hmm. like it was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That yeah, was, was one of the first idea. things I did as a technologist here. Yeah. Was hmm. implement NT a small or? little NT environment. Yeah. And wow. 
Craziness. Yeah, Craziness. it was uh, bizarre. Um, so. so yes, Microsoft is uh, is living, I think, with a lot of the legacy of what they invested in with NT. Totally. Um, yep. Still, they to never this had day, a clean break. Nope, never had that opportunity, uh, or never took that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But they're doing it at the cloud level. I think they, you know. Uh, they need to move faster, though. Satya kind of caught into that chair and said, we just need to throw all of our army at this world and do everything we can to, to make that. That's where everything's going. We need to make our work, stuff work in that world and develop that out. So what's under underneath it is an interesting question. You'd think that Microsoft has knowledge and engineering around their technologies that will help make that work. And maybe that will be the basis of improvement that lands down at the the client level OS that makes real change happen. Um, But that's where they they jumped in both feet, and I think they've done a good job of throwing up a competitive uh, platform to Amazon. Hmm. I think they've done a better job of presenting it as a set of services that competes with Amazon than Google did, frankly. I think Google had components, but they didn't just kind of go, hey, we're going to we're gonna do this too and we're going to market the hell out of it. They did what Google does. They went, hey, mm-hmm. here's a, you know, a little Google engine thing that you can do online. And when a few people did it, they were like, well, that didn't really do much. And so <clears throat> they just lost interest. Right, totally. Yep. But if they don't want to repeat the past... To quote Gavin and uh, what's his name, developers, developers, they need to get their APIs flying. Yeah. They need to yeah, replace yeah, yeah. old scripting shit, yep. PowerShell, <clears throat> and get their APIs flying yep. because there there's so many things we want to do in that environment that we can't plug into via the APIs, and it's slowing everything down. And they keep saying, but at the same time, well, we had we had this thing in the past that did it, and we're kind of we're, we'll get there. So we're in a hybrid state. Well, guess what? All the shit you say you're going to deliver, it's but, not there yet. But at the same time, they have such an ecosystem of developers who are Microsoft specific developers who live and breathe in that environment that they they have a hard time stopping, right? Because that's been their cash cow. It's not. They aren't catering to groups like ours that develops things in a more open source Unix Java kind of way. They are all in on their Microsoft platform, and that's who they cater to first. And then they go, and we want these guys to come along too. And what what we just said four minutes ago was. That's why they failed on certain other things, because they didn't go those routes of focusing on those open source people to get them in, to buy in and expand. And, and don't focus on the thing you think is going to be the future. Put Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Spread it out. Get those developers who are doing other things in other places to buy in, because guess what? Now you've got the product that everybody wants to use, not just if you're in the Microsoft yeah. ecosystem, <sighs> which always, all... you know, you got to you got to dial it in for everybody. I'm just saying, learn from the past, right? Learn from your mistakes. I'm with you, but you got to carry those guys forward because you're going to take this environment that is PowerShell-centric and understands what they're doing in their tools and their world, and you're going to say to them, oh, here's this great REST service, and they're going to go, I don't have anything that runs against that. I, I do everything this way. Help. 
So they have to bridge this gap. All the things we, all the commands we want to send to the cloud, let's get the way to do that universally so that we don't have to, I mean. I'm with you, but I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate and sitting in Microsoft's seat going. You just said four minutes ago, they didn't, they did the same thing numerous times. They don't have a Windows phone anymore. The Windows NT sucked. And, and now they're, you know, yes, they're, 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 they're ahead of the game in a certain market, so they're gonna they're gonna stay on that path. But guess what? Look towards the future. Get out of your box. Do it, uh, and yep. they'll own it. I mean, I think we're, we're on the same page. Yeah, we're not just, arguing here. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, we're we're like Microsoft. Just fucking do it. Don't. I'm learn just trying from to your get. Mistakes. I, I'm just trying to get you to nod your head and go. Oh, I understand why they yeah. might be hesitant to do Agreed, that. That's all. But why? Don't be hesitant. Just do it. I get it. They've always been hesitant, and let's. Change the course. Dion, during this uh, complex conversation about operating systems and strategy, did you send me a fantasy football trade request? I did, actually. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Yes. That's amazing. My phone lit up. I'm like, did you seriously just fucking send I it? did. I did. I did. Well, I wanted to send it before I forgot. So <laughs> this is what happens to me, though. I, I end up drafting, like, meeting requests, sure. and I end up, you know, writing a story, and I end up trying to close a ticket, and I have five things open, and then Power user. at the end of the day, I'm like... Oh crap! I can't even quit the five applications because I have six things for, I forgot to send. So it was open in my browser because we were talking about that about a half hour ago. Yeah, yeah. I had made the trade, and then sitting here looking up, you know, the couple next topics, I said, "Oh shit! Let me time. let me let me send this real quick before I forget." And then it's three hours later. And, and you then, give me shit know. about why I don't restart my machine. That's exactly why I got like six things that are kind of. I'll do that. I'll get to this. And I don't have the ability to just say, all right, I'm going to just shut But I do that down. every night. I Before, I don't restart every night, but at the end of the night, I try to make sure nothing's left in a wow. view that I don't see because that'll happen. It'll be tomorrow, and I would have not sent a meeting invite. So every single night, I got to go through everything and basically kind of how many – I don't leave 36 tabs running on my machine for, you know, 14 days. <laughs> I kind of make sure that I – I close everything I down. Th- I don't think it's quite to 36, yeah, but I do have that problem. You're pretty close. I do have that problem. Oh, sometimes I look at your your browser tab, and I I always have a lot of tabs, and people think I'm crazy, but you you have no a hundred no. tabs open. 100. I don't have a hundred tabs 100 open. Tabs. In your browser, like yes. typically, anytime I walk in, you'll be doing a in meeting. Chrome? And, your machine yeah, sounds sure. like it's about to take off, and you have a hundred tabs in Chrome. Yeah. He's but still I'm, counting. I'm bad at that too, He's right? been counting he his tabs for about four minutes now. I have now. three right now. Uh, I would have thought it would crash the machine. Doesn't Chrome open 24. up? Like, Twenty four. Are you serious? Doesn't Chrome open yeah. up like forty megs per tab or something like that? Yeah, because each of the four tabs yeah. they do yeah. process yeah. each one as its own thing. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing for Steve in that the one, one tab crashes. Yeah. Cra- yeah, but I mean, oof. Good to go. Anyways, what do you think of that trade? What do you think of that trade? Hmm? I, I People wonder why I have 256 <laughs> gigs of RAM on. I can't even see the offer. Anyways, I know we don't all all have 64 gigs of RAM. It's really you know. 256. Thank you very much. Holy shit! Whew. Not true. God. Not true. Um, uh, can we turn briefly to AI? Sure. Let's do it. As long as you know we've been very technical, or are we back on fantasy football? <laughs> no, we're good. It would be just, interesting for everybody. Can I I'm just sure, really Gavin. quickly? Trade, one thing that did occur to me while we were having the Microsoft discussion was what the hell is Nokia doing now? Because I think that Microsoft ruined Nokia with the whole totally Windows right. ecosystem. They were actually a decent cell phone company, and they're actually back producing um, Android phones in the mid-price range that are stock Android, so they don't have anything. And listen to this, they have an audio jack. 
Oh, oh boy. <laughs> wow. They have an audio jack. I think jack we just found changer. Ross's new phone. <laughs> it, no, I, like this is Seriously? a $500 phone that has ba- a SIM card. It's waterproof. It has a decent resolution. It, it can't be waterproof if it has an audio jack. Sure it can. No, no. Apple and uh, Google have both said you cannot have a waterproof well, it's, phone without it's impossible. It's, got, it's like the it's like a submarine. It has a bays that shut down and it <laughs> yeah, contains yeah. the flooding yes. to just the port. Well, it says that it is IP68 certified. You probably could. It would. Nice. I don't. You. I would think from an engineering perspective, it would make it a lot more expensive to have an audio port. But it's not it. apparently. Yeah. And they're well, doing or they're just lying. I feel like they're lying. I feel like. <laughs> Water resistant, water resistant is like quotes. one of those like the the legal lease you always see at the bottom of water resistant is like so you're like well, okay, what's, well I mean he's reading the description the off eBay though so this is like a yeah. phone that's you no know, this is it's GSM, only sold on the black market GSM nobody really Marina, has this thing uh, dust water so uh, waterproof over 1.5 meters and 30 minutes so you can leave it submerged for no way that'll minutes. work I, I how much is it. Uh, 500 bucks. Yeah, we don't have the money to test that, but um, <laughs> there's no way that... Send your dollars, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could change the shows, you uh, know, We could do, we do a, yeah. like a GoFundMe to prove... But this wait, thing wait is why, report? Yeah. why would it be more difficult to waterproof a 3.5 millimeter audio jack versus the um, USB... Can't be done. Like, wh- wh- what's the difference? Mm. Have you seen the... the I mean... The distance of that audio jack Water versus enters the distance, a circle it's easier. all about just <laughs> a rectangle. It's physics, Ross. Maybe you didn't learn that in master's degree like school. It's like yeah. a vortex. Yes, exactly. This is what you learned in your last four weeks of your master's degree. <laughs> what American okay? geometry yeah. taught me. <laughs> wow. We're a very scientific group, as you know. Yeah. We know these things. We're only repeating what we've been told by everybody else. So. I just love how Apple would put the uh, moisture sensor inside that jack. So, oh, like, nice. if, you, oh, if yeah. your phone got wet, you had to, like, take a flashlight. If it's red, you, you're screwed. You're done. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> God, those moisture Well, sensors. it used to be uh, under the battery, but, uh, you know, yeah. you can't get to the battery. You can't open stuff yeah. up. You can't see that stuff. But what, Nokia was interesting because, like, they had – it's always funny when these technology companies that, it, like, have these great research and development uh, departments just, like, become basically a consumer appliance, you know. Like, they basically are selling toasters on margins, you know. They, like, they used to have – their own programming languages and like all these really cool things they were doing in the 90s and early 2000s and now they're just they're selling stock Android phones. It's got to be a weird turn for yeah. them, you know. Yeah, well, it's kind of sad. It's better than selling Windows phones. That's, that's true. For sure. <laughs> <It's not bad. laughs> but they're also selling the original, right? I, I'm not sure if we did it here, yeah. but that original Nokia. Yeah, they also candy have one. Bar. Yeah, they also have one with. Um, we talked with about the that. Display. We did yeah. the vibration. Yeah. And yes. like their their hot numbers for the ladies. Oh, okay. Did you not? <laughs> I, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I, sh- I don't know why that. I should have remembered that. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that. Cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, glad they're... Very cool. So AI, I'm going to turn to AI, um, and the reason I'm turning there is <clears throat> I just read a story that made me say, gee, does this sound like a good idea? Uh, Google has their Auto ML AI, <clears throat> and its sole purpose is to actually build... Other AI. Oh boy. Does that sound like a good idea? Sure. The the reason that they're playing with this is apparently there's um, not very many people in the world who actually can build these sort of neuro network t- technologies. It's a small community and it's very inefficient 
to generate higher level code and better code. And so these guys said, well, let's build an actual AI that will do this, that will actually do what we do. And so they did that. And in order to test it, they were like, well, let's test it and see if they're any good. You know, we built this thing that now generates an AI. So we're going to generate an AI that looks at an image and identifies, you know, an object on that image. And you generate the same thing, auto ML or whatever it's called. And it did, and it beat the humans. It's better at the technology of generating this, you know, image recognition than the humans that built it. It's hmm. like, you know, it was successful, I don't know, 44% of the time versus the humans, which were 37% of the time or something like that. So here we go. We're, we're just pushing the envelope with AI. You guys, you do it better than we do. Go. Yeah. Is this a smart thing or not a smart thing? This is the whole sky. That seems smart to me. They have more processing power than engineers. So why not let a machine do it and just randomly stumble onto it? Uh, Well, yeah, the question would be can you turn it off? If it it got too smart, could you turn it off? But what's it it really doing? Like, all it's doing is creating these very specific scenarios of generating code that will create a neural network or something, right? Like, well, I think the the argument could be made that if it got. If it created something smart enough that was like so far beyond our intellectual abilities that it maybe could figure a way of breaking out yeah. of whatever environment it's in. Sort of like the way the CDC is with viruses, like with actual biological viruses. Could it break out of its AI sandbox? I get those arguments in theory or those questions in theory, but I don't understand how where we're at now, how those things actually... Uh, like, like, what is it really actually doing? Is it's it's generating a little bit of code and spinning up some it's, machine learning network or server, and then it's just doing a whole bunch of text analyzing and basically copy pasting. I mean, I don't see how it could generate anything. Well, dangerous. right now it couldn't, but it's sort of like you know, in the early days of fooling <laughs> around with like biology, like in the days of Pascal, like he wasn't going to create anything. That could end the population, right? But, but like within two generations, that happened, right? Like yeah, but now there, the CDC. Yeah. I mean, but there was always a, a potential, you know, for him to find a chemical and and create something really dangerous. But mm-hmm. in this case, I, I don't see how. You don't think the AI could turn dangerous? I, yes, I don't see how because basically it needs data. It, it uses our data to create more data, and, and it doesn't have anything available. Right, you can't create something from nothing, and something's but, not there. Right. But it, 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 so I agree with you. Any one of these things in a vacuum isn't the problem. The problem is putting them all, starting to put them all together. So you got the robot. You've seen the little, you know, Crawley, the Boston Acoustics or whatever Boston Acoustics, whatever the heck it was. Dynamics. Called. Dynamics. Thank yeah. you. Uh, running robot, right? And it can deal with different terrain and you try to knock it over and it recovers and so take that and then take this sort of building a brain that can kind of Mm self-generate and throw cameras on it because that's what this technology was about right looking at an image and finding an object so you start to string all these things together and now you've got you know, a killing machine that's going to make its own decisions. 
yeah. Yeah. This goes yeah. back to the right. Yeah. So we do this. Our lot. example is yeah. a nerd. It's yeah. But when you pair it up with something like that, but we still. Someone has to create the killer robot first, and then we give it well, a machine learning. We have killer robots. Learning we have we have robots that look like cows. We have robots that fly and learn how to fly in flocks. We but, have robots that do certain other things. And all it is is put a weapon on it, which we love doing, by the way. We love our fucking weapons. <laughs> yeah, we do. So we will throw weapons on everything. And guess what? Now they're learning for themselves. They have a weapon on, and um, they're decided, you know what? This network is too slow. I'm going to hop on my own. I'm going to create my own. And now I'm not in control. Nobody's controlling me. But doesn't someone still have to create the the killer robot itself holding the gun and then just say, hey, what is the most optimal way for you to kill somebody? I, I feel like that's more what this is doing. Who's someone not- still had to create the image we- recognition code but itself. But what if it says, right? well, the most optimal way is to actually just break the electrical grid and yeah. kill every civilian there. But how would it know uh, anything about an electrical grid? So you're saying because you're only going to con- feed it the data that like, yeah, you sure. think will Sure, I trust the, the fact ethical. that we spend it's, it, it, a quadrillion other- trillion dollars on defense and they haven't decided to weaponize any of this AI shit. There I, they're they're already AI five years process- ahead of this, right? Sure, yeah, true. So, so guaranteed. And there are other AI processes that are being worked on and, and improving that are looking at the broader index of the web, right? So... An inte- a self-learning, intelligent AI that can go out and read content like you as a human can read content, but faster, more efficiently, and can determine how do you kill a human being. Did, and they, and didn't and we talk about this? dives into the root of killing a human being. Yeah. You started with a gun. That's not the most efficient way to kill a human right. being. Right, and I think we've talked what about this. What human being? Oh, there's all these people tied to all these electrical devices in a hospital. I can kill a lot of humans that way. There I, should I feel be. like we're misusing <laughs> the word learn, though, in this situation. There should situation. be a chip. It's really like a test pattern that just decides which was like the most successful test. There's, sh- yeah, but I feel like it's very limited in scope. So we've been not we've that down, it can't get there, but been down this conversation why before would it numerous want to kill times. Humans? And why would it want to kill at all? Right. I mean, so that, but that's the point. Yeah. I think the idea is. Everybody's got their own projects. They're focused on their end goal for their one specific thing. If any of these things start to touch each other and then start to form an amalgamated thing and they start th- – so hang on, hang on. So, but here's sure. the thing. Let's just say nobody – everybody's focused on their one thing and, and individually they're not a threat. They start to get combined. They are a threat. We don't have basically an automatic shutdown for everything – that that anybody's working on, I, wait, okay. just to make sure, right? Have you ever have you ever tried to get one developer to communicate with another developer through an API? Do you know how how, how hard that is? Right. Like so, it's so there's a flaw in simple, everything we've already written. They need a common language. They, we, need, they need a common everything. They need ways to interface. All these different little modules and projects. They need some way to know how to talk to each other. I and guarantee you, someone's going to do that. Guy doing it. Yeah, yeah. there totally right is. Now. But you know, like I feel like there's a a thousand other steps that need to take place. I agree with you. The problem is not going to show itself in the next five years. I mean, we can't even get fucking, we've talked about this, our light switches to all play nicely with our phones. We're not going to get killing machines to play nicely with our phones. But I don't think the people who are making these machines and who would weaponize them and who would make them this, you know, well, we don't want to, no human will ever have to die again because we've got robots they can go fight our wars now. Oh, totally, yeah. we're, we're not too far from that, okay? And that's the problem. Yeah, I, 
So. That's what worries me more is that, and I'm not overly worried about this, but we're just developing first, asking questions later. Yep. Like, did you hear about that's, this? That's the point. The two Stanford researchers last week who, they, they expected no backlash over this. Like, they, they ported, you know, they have all these, the advertise, actually, our company is one of the biggest sponsors of this kind of software where it does micro analysis of your facial features to see if you're responding positively or negatively to, mm-hmm. to the, and it's, it's supposed to be very accurate at knowing if a message is successful by just looking at how the person reacts. So, <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't be laughing. These guys were so tone deaf to the social implications of what they're <laughs> doing. I don't know if anyone else has said, like, we're going to make gaydar. That was their oh, actual yeah. words. <laughs> we're going to make a software that just looks at your face and sees if you're gay. Yep. And they wow. did it, and they, they claimed, they basically, they, nobody knew what they were applying for. They're like, Send us a photo of yourself and just let us know if you're gay or not. Uh, like Ten bucks, you're part of a study. And they claimed it had like 70% accuracy. It could say if you're gay or not, you know. And then wow. they were like flabbergasted. <laughs> they were so focused on, like the famous phrase is, you're so focused on wondering if you could, you never asked if you should. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were flabbergasted that people like found this troubling. Yep. They're like, well, I don't understand why people are fighting trouble. They're like, well, what about like regimes in Saudi Arabia that yeah. execute gay people? Yeah. They're like, whoa, no, totally didn't think <laughs> oh, of that. You know? Oops. <laughs> I grew up in Burbank, and uh, life is pretty real. I'm heterosexual, by the way. <laughs> sure you are. And it has a 25% error rate, too. Right. You know? We were just looking to sell this to grinder guys, okay? Yeah. I mean, this was just, listen, all right? We just want to mention, you know. Buy us but, out. Yeah, I mean, these are the kind of people that are de- sometimes developing these applications. It's like they're 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 so focused and, on their goal, and they're that's not asking the point. anything else. I think I, I you know in the right hands, a lot of this stuff you know is going in a great direction, and it's going to make life that much better. Mm-hmm. It's it's the weirdo. It's the the person who doesn't have a social conscience. It's the <clears> person who actually has nefarious goals. And those are the things that make you go, ooh, we need a lot more um, governance of the process. We need a lot more, you know, if humans are starting to give computers the ability to generate this on their own, awesome. Humans start figuring out how are we governing that process? How are we thinking about when we draw lines and what we have to put in place to ensure that it's harder to do these kinds of longer-term nefarious goals that people might have. Yeah. And nobody understands technology in any sort of regulatory manner, so it'll never happen. You know, the geeks are just trying to make it work, and that's great. But somebody's got to be thinking about the bigger <clears throat> picture. That's that's fair. I, I just feel like I'm not sure where that that piece where we step in and, and do governance is going to happen. Like it To won't. me, this is just a very complicated it test. Won't. Machine learning happens to be very good at machine learning. So it's a great application for it, in my opinion. And I, I feel like this, like larger learning, this AI intelligence, uh, versus just like really good test results, 
I feel like that's where it's going to come in versus just kind of these smaller stuff. I, I so, would say over the past 35 years, Hollywood has been warning us of this, and we're not listening. Because <laughs> yeah. corporations will always get whatever they want. They lobby for whatever they want. They will own whatever whatever the rules and and moralities and everything that should move forward. Or Metropolis that, in the 20s. We'll I'm get, just saying. We'll that get is to all, Hollywood and morality. That is yeah. all. Yeah. But before, oh, that was a good segue, uh, damn it. I was there. We, do, we were there. Before we I just do, wanted to say Hollywood. Hollywood's been warning us that, that computers are, are going to take over our world and don't let the corporations, you know, make the laws and regulate all this shit because they won't, they'll just do whatever stuff to them and, and they'll build, you're they'll taking, build things. You're taking so, technology advice yeah. from Hollywood? So, <laughs> I, yes, I am. So before we get to Hollywood morality, oh, there. there is one grand use case of AI that is now being used. Pornhub has actually started oh, yeah. to deploy AI <laughs> to look at these videos and do tagging on its own. So that that sad thing where the poor oh, user God. is hot trying dog to... Hot dog or not hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly it. Wasn't this in... Uh, not, not hot dog. Wasn't this in Knocked Up, the movie? Uh, where they had they a company that? That, that basically I don't went through movies that. and... and and document where you're going to see boobs in every movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is exactly the idea, is this will effectively figure out <laughs> that your favorite star is in this, you know, clip. <laughs> so if you want to find your favorite porn star, oh, oh, it'll, that. it'll oh, give sure. you your favorite, well, and other, other things. things. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so here's a perfect case wow. of yeah. why Yeah, whatever this your category slash... Keyword yeah. slash you you can yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah you could take us a lot of directions yeah that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I Meanwhile, wanted to get they in. had their own hack by the way they were they were yeah, hacked too yeah that's true so speaking of another oh, cyber crime because really? they if you went to a Pornhub porn site they had some hack that it was I don't know if it was phone or browser based I didn't oh, was I, it again, through their ad network or was it themselves because they're, they're like the biggest one they own like a billion other it was YouTube them. companies it, I didn't them. think it was an ad traffic thing but um, I thought it was uh, Pornhub had been hacked and I don't I, again I didn't know exactly what it was mm-hmm. and I'm not right just saying on. I don't know what right it is <laughs> they're probably sure. like my phone has been acting so weird lately yeah. <laughs> <laughs> battery drains really fast you know that Sean my did say last week suck. that it's the, uh, the porn people who are the first to report a problem so. <laughs> yeah yeah. damn it well it's also funny because like, it's funny like, like, I'd be like well all our content that we have illegally harvested totally Fair, fair uh, play. That, that amazes me, by the way, because, like, that was, like, what YouTube... YouTube was, um, you know, they got their start on illegal content, and then eventually they're like, all right, they got big enough where they could pay people off and say, we'll fess up, we'll implement DRM, and we'll pay you yeah. some people who are suing us. But, like, that really hasn't happened in the porn industry yet, has it? Like, no big player I don't think the porn and... people have the lawyers to scare them. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I don't think there's... A... So I've, I've met some porn stars at shows, and all they ever tell me... Is there's considerably less money in it than people believe? Oh yeah, and there's oh, like I, almost no. I totally no money believe that because yeah. I, I because I think there's a new porn company every thirty minutes, right? Yeah, it's one of those industries where you just you generate content consistently mm-hmm. and put it out there somewhere so that somebody buys it. User generated. Somebody's going to yeah. say there's enough, right? Mm-hmm. That's great. I got enough. I don't need and and you know you might have bad user-generated content. Or good user-generated content. Yeah. 
or good news. <laughs> but but you're on a spectrum, right? The the 12-year-old doesn't really care what it is. The 13-year-old in my house, the you know, they don't care. It's good mm-hmm. enough what they get and can find. And then there's you know people who get to the point where they're addicted and they're they need something more. They need sure. something different. And they're looking up the ladder and higher production qualities, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Lots but there's just so much that's, uh, you know, I don't think it's a big money maker at all. No. Jenna but, Jameson's net worth is $10 million. Well, but she started during before yeah, this the internet. Era. They said right. the internet collapsed. What was interesting is they told me, which is sort of the way stand up comedy is now, it's like if you're on a TV show now doing live stand up like Conan. Or the Late Show, like you, you make dick on those. Like you, you, you might making make, an appearance. Yeah, mm-hmm. the most you might make if you did a late night set, like the most would be like four grand. Mm. You know. The By the way, was that their for a TV credit? You know, yeah. as a beginner comic. But what they do it for is because it might build a fan base, and then you go to a live stand-up club, and your personal appearance you can make money off of. And they were these porn stars were telling me that's what they actually do. That you basically you do two years worth of movies to become famous. And then you just escort and you do strip clubs, mm. and that's where you make the money. And it's weird, like that seems to be the internet model. You become big on the internet, and then you make your actual money, like all these podcasts make their money Patreon, off live appearance. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Show that's up. what we're Show going for. Being on TV, yeah. etc. That's yeah. what we're going for. Yeah. We're gonna go on a tour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> going on. I'm, tour. I'm into year live. one. I'm waiting, my my second year, and I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just get invested. Podcast. <laughs> Well, I, to sort of transition back to Hollywood and, and morality, maybe Harvey Weinstein should be in the porn industry, because then I think he could probably get away with more, right? Mm, probably. I'm guessing. I don't want to talk about this. You don't want to talk about this? <laughs> no. I want, what I want to talk about is, Creeper. it's shocking to me that in in our world, Hollywood actually takes advantage of starlets. Who would have believed? <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is... It's sad. It is sad. But the fact that, you know, I guess this is the breakthrough moment where, you know, the joke of Casting Couch has been a joke since vaudeville, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's just become, oh, now... We're going to say it's not a joke in the back room. It's absolutely we're deciding wrong. But don't do this anymore. It's amazing how many people like in Hollywood knew about. Oh, yeah, that's insane. I saw a video this morning of Courtney Love from like the 90s. Yeah. And they're like, they asked her like, what? Give advice to someone who's new in Hollywood. And she said, never go to a private invitation to Harvey's oh, no hotel room. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, um, it was like the fact that so many people <laughs> like spot knew. on the exact exactly thing what. Yeah. 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 But everybody knew it and warned everybody that they knew about it, and it was a thing. And you know, some people are saying like everybody knew Harvey was this freak, and nobody really said anything because of who he was and what he did. And that's well, I guess that's. He was apparently also extra. Some people did say things, and he was extraordinary. He's like Trump in a way. Blackball. Yeah, he was. He was like he ruined their career. And yeah, bad made term, sure they sorry. didn't work. Bad term. So like it wasn't just oh this guy is a genius and he's so talented we're gonna put up with it. It was a combination of that and 
like we like unless somebody as powerful as him steps up to him, like we we can't win because right. he's he's ruining everybody that that disagrees with yeah. him. Yeah, and he had these relationships with editors and journalists mm-hmm. where he would say, "Well, I'll give you an exclusive, and you got to keep this on the down low." And then he had his staff sign NDAs, and then would settle with people out of court who were in disadvantaged positions where they're like, "Well, shit, I want to keep my career. You know, I don't want to get ruined." Right, but this is why this is to me it, it is the wave that finally crested, right? That somebody, we got to a point, it, it's the the Bill Cosby mm-hmm. thing, the Harvey thing. Are we seeing the industry open its eyes or at least acknowledge what's going on and, and we're not going to take it? Or is this going to be one of those things where it's just like a moment in time and then it'll just go back into the background and we won't talk about it anymore? I think the public outrage is real, that backdrop now where... If you raise an issue, people on Twitter and all the social media will jump on it and drum you out of town. I think that's here to stay, which is probably a good thing yeah. that society should come down and punish someone, you know, for such improper behavior and illegal behavior. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. Like, will this be in the news? And will it ha- like Hollywood is? It's so weird because like they're they're very liberal and they have all these uh, statements about you know being supportive of all these different people. And, and but it's such an insular industry you know it's such like a small closed world and all those people are so outspoken but they live in this kind of backwards ass town it's just very strange i I don't have nothing else to say well i i'm sorry ross i know you didn't want to talk about this why do you keep shaking your head didn't want to talk about it no comment (laughs) waiting for the story to end well i mean yeah so that that brought about um Alyssa milano Stepping forward and and introducing a hashtag, basically the hashtag of the week, which was Me Too. Mm. And it was basically, this happened to me. It's happened to all of these others, other women in, in Hollywood. You know, if it's happened to you, you know, put Me Too in, in your, in your, uh, in, in your, it was, I think it was on Twitter and then it ended up, you on know, Twitter. going in, out in your feed, else. wherever it is. Yeah. So everybody was hashtagging Me Too and, it was it was everywhere, and you saw friends, family members, um, coworkers. <clears throat> say it was me an eye opener, you know. And like, yeah. and and you're actually now you're seeing like, yeah, I mean, it's not that they were necessarily you know raped or or anything like that, but they were a victim of some sort of sexual assault whether it was verbal or or some uh, a situation that they had been forced into and you know that that's the eye opener that should be the eye opener that that men should take away as yeah. from this whole thing of uh well we know there's Harvey Weinstein's out there and they le- they let him do that and da, da 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 but no 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 the percentage is is outrageous of women. It's almost everybody. It's like one in one in five is sexually harassed or assaulted in their lifetime. That's not almost everybody. One in five. Uh, I, I thought it was like more like one in three or something. It's has one. Experienced it's some type one of sexual in, assault or rape. Um, but I could be wrong. I mean, I post. It, it depends what what, <laughs> what you want to classify as a sexual harassment, True. a sexual assault, a complete rape. Yeah. You know, or an almost rape. I mean, I'm. I, I'm dead serious. It's like, guess what? At the end of the day... Wait, please tell me. Please tell the me. The full shebang, your honor. That's what we accuse this man of. And we're being, we're being insensitive asshole men right now. And that's, that's the whole point. The right? terminology just... But like, you know, it depends on what stat I'm throwing out there, right? I, so, I know, I know. so... No, I, I would still like somebody to elaborate what... 
an almost rape is. Oh, uh, so I, you were talking about. You didn't want to go into this conversation. Yeah. You're no, going to go there. I'm curious. Jen, you were talking about the uh, the like the nuances of this, and it's it's you know it's all horrendous. Yeah, it is. And but none like, of the, it the is nuances okay. Of like what constitutes what type of assault and those types of things, I think were different way back when, and they're changing now. And I think that that is something that is probably going to be a re-education for parts of culture where they considered rape to be one thing and th- maybe realizing that in recent years it's been yep. considered a different and, thing. And I'm sure if and we leave is going to our current administration in place, those laws will remain exactly how they were yeah. 300 years ago, and rape will only be, Jesus. you know, a certain thing, yeah. um, which doesn't exist, by the way, because yeah. she, she was asking for it. You know, I've been catcalled running through uh, Boys Town in short running shorts before. Me too. <laughs> happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Well, yeah. Some of these statistics, Did you post? they're very, no, it yeah. But uh, that, that does happen. You, oh. I'm we, sure. I'm sure. Uh, you know, I, I've i been told the story before. I'm not going to go into the detail. But, uh, you know, my wife was a me too. And not because so was she was whistled at walking down the street. I mean, something so, more serious. And... and you know, it's a real, a real issue, and this is the point here. I'm hoping that this is the crest of a wave that's crashing to say the industry that is extremely liberal, right, is is saying no, we're just not going to do that anymore. We're we're going to stand behind what we do, and if we see it, we're going to call it out, and we'll deal with you know. Whoever that is, and, and you know they they kicked him out of the academy. You know I, I think they're they're. I'll tell you later. I think they're doing a lot of inappropriate things. time to laugh. Harsh, <laughs> Sean is <laughs> asshole, insensitive. Jesus. <laughs> to to Harvey Weinstein because because he has lived a harsh lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing, and it just bodes well for you know the future of what happens. But you know now what happens when Ron Howard is called out? It's like oh, Ron, Ron Howard, Opie, Opie Cunningham, yeah. no, no way. No, I'm not saying he is, but. That's People thought the, the thing. same thing about Cosby. People are like, "What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. America's dead." Yeah. How you never know. Yeah, you yeah. never know. There's a, a meme on Twitter. I think it's called Milkshake Duck, and it was, "We regret to inform you the the Milkshake Duck is racist." And it's basically anything good and pure you see on Twitter. Don't worry, because in about 45 minutes you're going to learn out that yeah. there's some racist creed from 2011 on Facebook. So it's just you know. Yeah, well, our you know, don't want to go back to PewDiePie, but holy shit. Yeah. No. Oh god. No. Yeah. Never mind. Um. I had one more thing, John. Before Dion brings up his big, big ending. topic yeah, that will uh, bigger than this. Be hard to no, wait. Have you guys heard about the like the grassroots movement for people to boycott the NFL games uh, the week of uh, no Veterans Day? No, I don't. I don't run in those circles, John. Tell us about your. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I did receive an email from someone. It's a long story about uh, you know. Two inner city kids. One goes one way and is a good, talented athlete. One goes the other way and goes to the military. And you know, one guy fights for his country. One gets rich in the NFL, whatever. But it, it's a movement they're trying to get people to not go to games, not watch NFL games the weekend of I think it's Veterans Day weekend. Yeah. I have the email. I can forward to all you guys. So this is why thoughts about this have pisses you... me off because it's like they're protesting black people being shot in the face. And they're like, you hate America, then you can just leave. It's like, they, they it's changed, not about they America, changed. the flag, the troops, or it's not football. about any of that shit. It's not about that. <laughs> they exactly. Changed. I agree. I well, will... But it's also funny because black people are boycotting the NFL <laughs> for them uh, basically um, not letting uh, 
Colin Kapatrick, whatever his name Kaepernick, is, yep. yeah, not giving him a job. Yep. And now racists are boycotted, so the NFL <laughs> is just getting fucked by both sides. Because <laughs> <laughs> both sides are like, well, let's just boycott the assholes. And the other side's like, well, we're going to boycott the assholes, you know? Yeah. It's an interesting split um, about it's like sports like the NBA are more like urban uh, demographics and, you know, vote more liberal and things like that and more mm-hmm. in uh, pop culture. I was reading this on. Uh, uh, 538, and then the NBA, or sorry, the NFL is actually kind of a decent split, like down the middle. So it is yeah. like right. half the fan it's base. America's is, team. <laughs> or America's sport. Game. Yeah. Yep. Baseball. baseball, exclusively racist. <laughs> 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 we don't care about baseball anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Cubs are down 3 yeah. 0. We don't care. What, what did you have? I, I had an update to my uh, LG story. Uh oh. For the LG watch. For the LG watch. Yeah. So. Um, Long story short, like the intro, if you you guys don't know, like I I bought the LG watch, I had battery problems, I sent it to LG and waited about two three weeks for it to come back in, and it was supposed to come in this Saturday, but for some reason it got messed up in the mail. Because you can't get mail, we understand that. I will I will get to that in a second. Anyway, I get it on Monday, and the um, lady that handles our our mail starts yelling at me, oh they did you didn't. Put the apartment number. I'm like, how did I mess this up? I'm, I, I was sure I put the correct address on it. Everything is fine. And I look at the package, and it really, it, it just said APT and then no number. And I go home. I'm like, it's whatever. I got my watch. I'm happy. It's it's all good. I open the package, and inside that there's um, there's a letter stating what they fixed, and on it is my full address. So basically, when they were copy pasting, they just went to the APT and forgot the number. They missed it. Got it's it. It's fine. Whatever, my, my LG watch is here, I'm going to go for a run, it's going to be amazing. I take the thing, I boot it up, it, it starts loading, it's all good, and I see something weird, it says Mini OS 3.1. I'm like, wait, isn't this supposed to be like Android Wear 2.0? What, what, what's Everybody knows Mickey OS 3.1 is the <laughs> best one. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> it boots up but and I see... Dad joke, sorry. Dad test, joke. test, passed, test this, test that. I'm like, oh god, this is this is a testing software. They left it on, hmm. and I called the the uh, the tech support, and I called the, the 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 lady, and after the whole shebang, the weight, the what it, what not, she says, well, have you tried doing a factory reset? I'm like, I don't have an operating system. There's I cannot no. <laughs> go into the settings. There are no. So it sen- was it was what OS was on it. Test. So. So my question to her was basically like, is this a boot mode or an OS? She has no idea what's going on. So I'm asking her like, is there like a se- like a way to press? You got some- the service. You got our service desk, I think. Go mm. on. I yeah, uh, basically. You got the person who reads the book or searches for the thing you're talking about and hopes sure. the answer is there somewhere, and yeah. it's not, and you're like. Smarter than they are. So, so eventually, yeah. I, I asked her, like, is there a sequence of buttons that I can press so I get, like, boot options? Maybe I can boot it into the regular OS. And she's like, wait, let, let me let me Google that. Just let just me one, Google that. Well, it wasn't it wasn't let me Google it, but that's how I interpreted it oh, because okay. I was doing the same exact thing she was doing. I mean, basically, give me a few minutes to research that. Sir. Yes, let yes. me pull up the manual is yeah. the yeah, yeah, correct whatever. term that she she used. So where are we at with this thing? So she tells me I get into like the boot sequence and I see like oh restore factory settings and I restore factory settings, but you cannot restore it to factory settings because a different operating system. Yeah, there has there no factory, factory settings. settings. There are no. <laughs> Factory settings. <laughs> it, it, like it, they literally tested the thing and left the that testing software. That almost flashed, sir. Yeah. It's gone. 
<laughs> so I'm like, okay, so you got to send it back in. I'm like, great, I'll send you a print label. So I sent it back. So now it's going to be another two to three weeks until I We get to hear watch. more about this? Holy yeah. Crap. Oh, yeah. What? Just send you a new watch. That's what yeah, I thought that, was going to happen. That's the easy solution. That is totally the easy solution. Hashtag bought on eBay, just so we know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I know this group is getting hungry, but I do have... Uh, did you hear the, the skirmish going on? Apparently, Canada's at war. Did you guys hear this? Who with? Is Denmark. It, what? You didn't realize they were fighting? Oh, is that uh, no one of those things where they never signed a peace treaty? Canada and Denmark are fighting over an island. Oh. So uh, this island sits between Greenland, which is a Denmark stronghold, and the uh, wonderful Hans Islands north of Canada there. And apparently, they are battling over this island because they both believe Here that it, it belongs to them. And the way, this is absolutely the way war should be fought. Here it way. is. Absolutely the way the war should be fought. So, Canada lands and drops, puts up their flag, and drops a bottle of whiskey. Hours. Hours, 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 and goes away. And Denmark comes and goes, what the fuck? This Canadian flag takes it down, puts up their flag, takes the bottle of whiskey, and puts a bottle of schnapps. <laughs> That's funny. Is this not the best war yeah. ever? I was it's, hoping it's literally right war. in the middle. It's funny. Like the border, the, the, the border in the sea goes, circu- like divides it in half. Huh? I hope this comes down to a hockey game, though. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good game, right? That would right? be an awesome yeah, game. That, yes. Cool. Yeah. It would be the most Canadian way to win a war. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. You couldn't write a movie. They would make a movie. Yeah, like if the that's Mighty how, Ducks. Yeah, yeah. yeah this oh is a new God. movie. I thought this was brilliant. I, I to get a little ring on this island. <laughs> it looks pretty small. Can you imagine? How can we pull this off can't between ourselves and North Korea? We There's got to be a way that we can duplicate this with those crazies. It's a fucking rock, Or we too. give them, a, like, a bottle of, like, Kentucky oh bourbon God, to North so Korea. And they give us a bottle of... Yeah. I've had some of those Asian it's a, gasolines. And it's a rock. Of, yeah. <laughs> it's not even a, an island that you... It's a rock. Yeah, this, isle, this island? Yeah, yeah the island is literally just a rock. It's, it's the top of a, of a mountain. Yeah, there's no vegetation there's on it. There's nothing on it. It's not green. It's just a piece of land that is fun to talk about. It is absolutely That's brilliant. Awesome. That's the best I, I, part of the story. I think these two countries deserve. <laughs> I want to move to they both of these countries. They just keep upping the ante. We, we, you know, well, we put whiskey. Now we've put scotch, and oh, we did schnapps. Now we've got vodka. <laughs> <laughs> what will win? I think it's pretty damn good. Uh, some heroin. Pretty damn good. Uh, but we should wind yeah, this down. Yeah, that's a good place to go. Are you guys happy? Yeah. Um, yeah, happy. We have been the worldwide IT guys. We're all hungry, so we're gonna bail. Have a great week, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Later. Later. Oh man, movie's too old to quote this. I, Were you I have a full blown AIDS drunk. <laughs> yeah, I love that story. That whole story, top to bottom, is funny. When they go like, "Do you have anything else to declare?" He goes, "Yeah, I have two monkeys in my pants." Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking when about? When Dion said full rape, it made me think. There's this story. It was like from like 15 years ago, but for some reason, it always stuck in my head. Of this dude who he had monkeys taped to his... He was trying to bring exotic animals back from Thailand into the U.S. to sell them. And they opened up his suitcase and a bird of paradise flew out. <laughs> so the, the story about him being arrested is hilarious. But then he has like some sort of weird public defender who just keeps saying 
he wants him off the hook because he goes, Your Honor, my client has full blown AIDS. <laughs> he just keeps oh saying full blown. Full blown. He just keeps saying he shouldn't be prosecuted because he has full blown AIDS. <laughs> Uh, they get a lighter sentence. Well, that half-blown AIDS is the problem. I never got an update. I never know. I never knew if he, uh, if if the court. Did.